When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You are listening to Tax Able with Natasha Heron. I know tax is not seen as the most exciting subject. Many find it scary or simply switch off. We feel we do not understand, so my aim is to empower you in tax, not to send you to sleep. The first season is called Back to Basics, and I will take you through the essentials using real-life examples. All I ask from you is 15 minutes of your time each week. Hello and welcome to Tax Able. Today's episode is called Let Us Entertain You. And in this episode, I'm going to try and debunk a load of misconceptions about hospitality. Is it entertaining or is it marketing? And what is sponsorship? You may think if you take a client out for lunch, that it's a proper business expense. So you ought to receive a tax deduction for the cost and be able to reclaim the VAT. After all, entertaining is one of the most important ways for people to market their businesses. Unfortunately, HMRC does not see it that way. The basic rule for entertaining is that you get no relief whatsoever from any taxes. Yes, it does represent an expense in your account and the business does pay for it, but it's not tax deductible and you cannot reclaim the VAT as it's specifically blocked. But what is entertaining? Well, it includes hospitality of any kind provided by a business in connection with its business. It's usually free to the recipient and it includes food, alcohol or gifts given to another person, whether that be a customer, a supplier or essentially anyone who is not an employee. That's the technical definition, but I'm sure you've all given or received a form of entertaining at some point, whether it be a meal with a client or a day out at the races. As always in tax, there are exceptions to the rule. And if you meet these exceptions, then the costs are fully tax deductible and the VAT can be reclaimed. The first one is entertainment or gifts provided to employees. And if you want more information on this, then please listen to episode two, which is called how to crack the Christmas tax code. Second one is if you recharge the cost of the entertainment to the customer, but you must make it clear on the invoice that it's been recharged. Now, sometimes entertaining is not entertaining. Instead, it's marketing. And the question is, when does entertaining become marketing? And you want your costs to be marketing, as then they are tax deductible and you can reclaim the VAT. There is no one size fits all, as each event needs to be considered on its own merits. But if you have an awareness of the rules, it will help you from missing out on costs, which are not entertaining and you should be receiving relief for. After all, every penny counts. Let's take a look at an example. We have a company which held an event to promote its services to potential clients. Pretty standard. The cost was split between two invoices. Invoice one is for £1,500 for catering and invoice two is £500 for room hire. Again, pretty run-of-the-mill event. Most people would put the two costs together and the company wouldn't receive any relief for the £2,000 expense. But actually, in this case, the £1,500 for catering is entertaining and the £500 for room hire is allowable as it's not incidental to the promotional purpose of the event. 
Sometimes catering can also be classed as marketing if it's quite small. And by this we mean small bottles of water provided or very small snacks. If you've got a tasting menu and paired wines, probably not going to be classed as marketing and it will fall into entertaining. The key point to take away here is that your finance team need to be aware of the rules to correctly split the costs or know when to raise a question with your advisor. It may take some trial and error, but you will get to grips with the rules eventually. As you can imagine, it's difficult to know where the line can be drawn. And when we have a gray area in tax, we look to the courts. And what can we take away from the courts? Well, first of all, if you provide hospitality to anyone who's not an employee, it's likely entertaining. Secondly, subsidised events usually count. So if you hold an event and, for example, ask people to pay £10 to get in, this does not stop it from being classed as entertainment, even though it's not being given free of charge. Thirdly, if there's a contractual obligation to provide hospitality, then it's unlikely to be entertaining. For example, a football club was required to pay for food and accommodation of the visiting team under UEFA rules. Because it was contractually obliged, it did not class as entertaining and it was fully tax deductible and the VAT could be reclaimed. Finally, quid pro quo. It's not entertaining if you can show you also receive something of the same value in return, a sort of to me to you relationship. A tip is for you to remember if any employee, and that includes directors, pays for entertaining personally, then they're able to reclaim the expense from the business and receive the balance in full as a reimbursed expense. Now let's take a look at some common examples to clear up. Firstly, if an employee takes a customer to a restaurant, the whole bill is entertaining. You do not split out the employee element. Secondly, if an employer pays for an employee's annual golf subscription and the aim of the subscription is to encourage socialising with business contacts, then the cost is not incidental to entertaining. As the cost is not entertaining, the company will receive tax relief for the cost but as the employee is receiving a benefit, it will have to report and pay tax on a form called a P11D. If you are an owner-managed business, I suggest you weigh up the difference between the company paying for the subscription, including the benefit in kind, against you paying for it personally. On the other side, your guest green fee would be classed as entertaining. Although the membership is all about marketing and socialising, when you pay for someone else, that gets caught. Finally, travel costs to and from the entertaining event. Those are usually incidental and they get all wrapped up into one and the whole cost is not allowable. So we've looked at entertaining in detail and you're probably fed up by now of hearing the words, so let's move on. Next, we're gonna look at marketing. And there is a fine line between this and the previous category. Just because you think it's a marketing event does not mean that it necessarily is. Promotional events are arranged for the purpose of publicity and they're not entertaining but the cost of any food, drink or other hospitality contained within them are. The best way to sum this up is to look at an example. A car manufacturer is looking to arrange a day for people to test drive its cars. Fine, it's all marketing. But if they arrange a golf day and at that day you can come and test drive the cars, the test drive costs and the promotional materials are marketing, the rest is entertaining. Next, we're going to look at gifts. We did cover this in detail in episode two, but we will have a quick recap. So a business can give business samples, but it all depends on what your trade is. So if you are a wine company or a chocolatier, you can give out samples of wine or chocolate because they are related to your business. If this is not your trade, 
then you cannot give those items because they are specifically blocked. For a gift to be classed as a business sample, it must carry a clear advertisement for the business, and that could be branding or a logo. And it must be on the gift itself, not just on the wrapping. People have tried and failed in this area many times. So costs are not deductible if they exceed 50 pounds, are alcohol, food, drink, tobacco, unless this is your business or vouchers. Now, for VAT purposes, you can recover the VAT if the value of the gift does not exceed 50 pounds. However, this limit is applied on a rolling 12 month period. The other thing to consider is whether the gift you're giving is incidental to your trade. And a common example is when a coffee or drink is given to you when you go to the hairdresser or the casino. As the cost of the gift is not excessive, they're considered to be part of the overall service you're providing and they are allowable for VAT and for tax. But if you're unsure, run your gift ideas past your advisor. Now the final element we're gonna look at is sponsorship. And this falls somewhere in between advertising and charitable donations. If it qualifies, then the cost is fully deductible. Sponsorship is a way for a business to obtain a commercial benefit by bringing your name, product or service to public attention. A business will try to obtain a benefit by the way of reputational goodwill associated with a popular or successful event or person. And it can be quite costly. To be allowable for tax, the cost must be wholly and exclusively for the purpose of your trade. Any personal benefit will likely cause it to fall out of sponsorship and be disallowable. Where people have got into hot water is where there's a personal connection. And examples of that are sponsoring your child's sports team or sponsoring a partner's business. However, if you do sponsor a relative, you need to show that the cost is commercially justified. For example, if your business is in motor racing and you sponsor a driver or team, even if that driver is your son, you have a good case for it to be sponsorship. But as always, there's no one size fits all. You will need to seek advice. Please also make sure that you have a sponsorship agreement, which makes it clear that the sole purpose behind the payment is publicity for the sponsor. And HMRC will seek to challenge any of the costs if there is a lack of commerciality. So make sure you keep evidence on file just in case you get an inquiry. So we've come to the end of the episode. And what can you take away from today? Well, firstly, you do not receive relief for entertaining, so make sure your costs are correctly classified. Secondly, an awareness of the rules can save you from unnecessarily paying tax on marketing costs. And lastly, check in with your tax advisor before you agree to a sponsorship deal. As a side note, if you've enjoyed today's episode, please make sure you click subscribe to listen to the new episodes as they are released. You are listening to Tax Able with Natasha Heron. This podcast has been produced by Redwood Studios and sponsored by Hillier Hopkins LLP. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? 
Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, the trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.